0: It's time for another Improv for Humans holiday special, and this year all your favorite Christmas characters are banding together to try to save Christmas from COVID 19. Check it out along with more classic Improv for Humans holiday specials re released for the 12 Days of Christmas. Happy listening.
2: Um, If you think Off Book is wild, the bonus content is a new level of wild.
0: To listen, go to Stitcher.com slash premium and sign up with the code OFFBOOK for a free month of listening.
2: You'll get access to our exclusive bonus episodes, plus you'll be able to hear every episode of Off Book and other Great Earwolf podcasts all
0: ad-free. That's StitcherPremium.com slash premium, promo code OFFBOOK. Well,
3: hi there. I didn't see you come in. Well, it's almost the end of Happy Paul. I sure hope you've enjoyed it. And, you know, certainly... Some of the ways we described it and said a month. Some of us agree that four episodes is a month, but... But this <laughs> month
2: happens to have five Tuesdays in
3: it. So listen, this episode is going to feature our dear friend from Chicago, Nathan Jansen, was recorded live at the Chicago Podcast Festival, and we think it's a real treat. But stay tuned at the end for one final dose of happy Pawlep days.
2: We'll see you then.
3: You deserve it.
4: Of oh.
2: That's our opening song that we've never sang before, but it's true. I love it. Um, Guys, welcome to Off Book the Improvised Musical Zach and Jess. That one's Jess McKenna. That one's Zach Reno. Give it up for Hunter Brown and Adam Adam Stein on the keys and drums. Our new, very good, very close friends who are good at music and magic. And many of you have seen this before. Has anyone not seen this before?
3: Oh, my ha- gosh.
2: Thank you for trusting your friends who have asked you to come to something or scary. Or your
3: instincts that or were your... <laughs> like, let's try it. You know, like, that's so great of you to be here.
2: Yeah, so what is this? This is an improvised musical. Everything that we're about to sing and say and do and everything that is played by this talented band over here is made up completely on the spot, never to be seen again. We couldn't do it if we tried. Thank you for coming.
3: And normally it's um a podcast in a studio, which is why we Will mostly be doing like this, um, but you know, like who knows? Who knows what will happen? Who
2: knows what the evening could bring?
3: Um, but here's what's different for those of you who were also at our eight o'clock show. Oh my gosh! Thank
2: you. You're you're thank what a true.
3: Oh gosh!
2: Thank you. Your true angels for coming to both.
3: Um, but this time we are going to have a guest, and he is a friend of ours that we performed musical improv with In Scotland. Ever heard of it?
2: Yeah. It's a great place to be.
3: Uh, and it's he's a an great inc- place to do musical improv.
2: He's an incredible improviser, a wonderful human. We love him very much. He plays with the incredible Baby Wants Candy. Please give it up for Nathan, Nathan
4: Jansen! Oh, my gosh! <laughs>
2: For the record, was not, not wearing, wearing this, this 30 seconds ago when we left the green room.
1: <laughs> what a I mean, dream. you know, it's a, it's a podcast. We got to give the people that are here something, like, visually exciting. Oh, we're not going
2: to say what Nathan is wearing out loud. This is only for the people in the room. If you're... If you're... If you're listening to this podcast later, you're going to have to hunt down evidence. You're yeah, going to yeah. have to
3: find what will probably be a very available Instagram post, hashtag offbookpod, to see what our friend Nathan decided to surprise us by wearing. This is a treat. <laughs> this,
1: this, this is a real no joke, treat. this is what I wear like every Sunday. <laughs> uh, sans cape. I don't normally throw the cape the on. The cape
2: is good. The Thank tiger you. print pants are amazing. Zack Zach. Well... <laughs> I know. The mystery is gone. Is it that? Because honestly, having said those two things, no one is picturing what you're actually wearing. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. No that's... one is right. Whatever you think I just said, like you're wrong.
3: Yeah, yeah. that's true. That is true.
2: Um, were you always oh. a big, like I was a big costumes guy as a kid. I had like a costumes bucket. Oh, I'm already
1: sweating. Sorry. <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> um, did you dress up a lot as a kid? Yes, all the time. Do uh, you yeah, have any I, personal I, favorites? Like, I used to make my mom paint my face to be a superhero that didn't exist called Lightning Man for Halloween a lot. And that was a thing that I made her do for multiple years. And sometimes, it, sometimes she also went as, like, Lightning Man's mom, I guess. <laughs> who's um, she's the best. Uh, but do you have any, like,
1: favorites? Uh, yeah, the, f- the first one, in, in my house... Um hubba hubba meant naked that was our word for naked whoa you're hubba hubba can you you use it in a sentence please uh get out of here you're hubba hubba
3: (laughs) wait 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 but that must be really confusing for like identifying your sexuality that hubba hubba is what we what most of us say when someone's attractive and your family was like leave you're naked and we don't like that
2: (laughs) you're too sexy my naked son Get out of this room. I was Although, a sexy baby. That was very sexy. I will say, hubba, I don't
3: hubba. think...
2: Yeah, but also, like, how many <laughs> how many people are using the phrase hubba hubba in earnest?
3: Me.
1: Right. I, I did not realize that it was not a super popular saying. I
3: mean, we said, like, we would say, like, oh, nakey baby. You know, like, if, if like, a little one was going there. You don't there. say, like,
4: ooh, what hubba, sexy... Ooh,
3: hubba hubba. Hubba hubba is, like, a yeah. cartoon. Like, that's what people say about, like, Betty yeah. Boop. Like, yeah, people yeah. are like, whoop, headie, hu- yeah. hubba hubba. And their eyes come out of the head. Eyes come out, tongue goes out. You know, like, they don't say, you're a naked son, please get in the shower. <laughs> but sorry, okay, hubba hubba is what you said in your house. Oh, yeah. So, my, my
1: first, uh, like, dress up character was Super Hubba Ralph, um, <laughs> <laughs> which was me with ski goggles and a towel uh, as a cape. Uh, and that was it, that was the whole costume. <laughs> <laughs> and
4: I file over it. Super Hubba, Hubba Ralph.
2: Ralph.
1: Yep. Question: Powers, abilities, <laughs> flight. Okay. Uh, and the ability to make guests <laughs> uncomfortable. <laughs>
3: Oh my gosh, we, we cut to a, a dinner party. I don't know how to, sweetheart, I don't know how to get everyone to leave. I've put on the coffee. I've said like, ooh, we have a big day tomorrow. Whoa, Nobody wait, 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 is wait, wait, wait. leaving our living room. I think I have
2: an idea. Um,
3: hey, Ralph, could you come here for a second?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's up, guys? Hey, um, you know we love you. You're our son. We've got a problem. You're the only one that can fix it. Will you get naked and run
3: around? We need you to be Super Hubba Ralph right now. Super, super Hubba 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 Ralph Ralph right
4: now.
3: It's the only way that now we know how to get rid of our guests. If yes, you be Super Hubba Ralph.
1: I gotta be honest, I hope this isn't a reach Some of those people in there, well, they're kids I teach Sure Sure Okay Wow, this used to be easier when
3: he was a child Yes
2: As our, as our, okay You're an adult now, that's plain to see But I don't think that means you can't help us with this problem, you see Let's just Disguise your face, put goggles on there, and they won't be out of place. We need Eat Super Hubble Ralph right high- now. We need Super Hubble Ralph right now. And with goggles they won't know who you are no way and no how. We need Super
3: take the feeling of being nude and help them to realize that they're being rude. Can you internalize how to make people uncomfortable without getting
1: naked? Can you do that so? Yeah, I can make it awkward as hell because I have a very unique smell and I'm sorry I must be bold. I should now in for you. I am 70 years old. Sure. Ralph. Could be super smelly be Ralph, Ralph right, right now. I'm old now. you be, be super, super smelly Ralph,
2: Ralph, Ralph right now. You're 70, we're 90. Honestly, wow. Could <laughs> you be, be super, super smelly Ralph? Ralph.
3: So weird because first of all, I'm like, okay, these 90 year olds throw like a amazing party and I was having like such a good time actually. Uh And then their 70 year old son, he comes out, but he's like shirtless. And he's taking his shoes and socks off. And he's like, it's not weird. I am not fully nude. I'm basically in long pants bathing suit mode.
2: Shireen, you go to the wildest events. Well,
3: and here's like what I'm really struggling with is like, wait, why'd they want us to leave?
2: Well, Shireen, how long had you been at the party for?
3: Seven hours.
1: (laughs) That's a long... Party. Yeah. Well,
3: is it like okay? So it's kind of long for a dinner party, but like this is a dinner party that like transitioned into a game night, that transitioned into a dance party, that transitioned into people being in a hot tub, that transitioned back to a dinner party. So I was like, you did
2: du- you did double dinners?
3: Double. Well, I mean, like the uh, the like accoutrement of a dinner party. Oh, surely, oh, surely, yeah. surely, surely. surely. You know, well, that's less vibe. than two
1: hours per party, so that's a normal amount.
3: Thank you so much. Were because, you doing
1: anything that made them want to like evade you, Sheree?
3: Okay, well I was like talking a lot about myself okay. and I kept like asking them how much things around their house cost. Uh, cost?
2: But I don't. That okay. That's just what you do. I was yeah, just like, I need to
3: know how much this vase was because, like, is this an heirloom or is this some Pier One stuff?
2: I cannot conceive of a vase that wouldn't make me immediately so curious as to how much. It okay, costs. It's I just have a like, question. Yeah? yeah. What is a vase?
3: Okay. <laughs> okay. So okay, okay, you know what, okay. Bucket?
2: Yes. Shrink the top. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot more to it than just that.
3: Yeah. I mean, it's like, do you know, do you know, like, an
1: urn? I've seen them in okay. movies. Okay,
3: that, but not, though. Okay. And, like, well, of all. A nice vase. It's not a vase that is too commonplace. No, not for my visage. I must only use a vase.
2: Now picture a flute to have some champagne, but the bottom's much fatter. But it isn't insane, and also it's not for champagne. It is for plants and sometimes
4: nothing at all. A A A vase, a vase, a vase. We're
1: To picture a flute And I accidentally Pictured an actual flute oh, And yeah. then I tried To follow what you said But the flute player Just ended up dead
3: Okay, now take that flute But then bring them back to life And make it have a curvy shape Like a nice wife
1: Take off all the
2: keys Squish it at one end And now you have yourself A vase, my, my friend. friend A
3: vase, a vase, a vase. Don't like being around. No. Okay. Shereen, no. You know what? What? You
2: should go back to that house right now. Yeah. Right. You should go back to that house. What did you say of that ninety-year-old couple and their seven-year-old son who lives with them?
3: I'm not sure if he lives with them. Maybe he does.
2: Shereen, how do you know these? This, how do you know these people? I don't know anything about them. I just know they throw wonderful parties and have a vase that you need to know the price of. C-
3: quick, quick okay. question. Yes.
1: Were you talking about a vase?
3: No, No, a vase. vase. Okay,
1: all right.
2: I'm sorry. It's too fancy to be a
3: vase. A vase is too commonplace. No, for my visage, I need a vase.
4: Okay. Yeah. I missed that that part.
3: No, it's okay. (laughs) Just like Roberta, it's called active listening. Ever heard of it?
1: The bird in my pocket was making a sound. Oh. Oh, please. Sorry, we haven't had an update on your pocket bird in forever.
3: Please, uh, please bring out that canary.
1: Oh, yes, his name is Devin, and I found him in a canary shop.
3: He was a stray
1: in the canary shop. Every other bird was caged, but he was free. And you're sure he was, hmm, he like escaped?
3: Now, are you sure he's not like from a coal mine? And they're all trapped? Well,
2: Shireen, all of, the birds, all of the birds in the canary shop, they exist for the coal mine. That's who buys the canaries. It's right
1: next to the coal mine.
2: Except for this one, which is a weird place to put it, because if something goes wrong at the coal mine, the entire stock of canaries will be gone.
3: Yeah.
1: They're the real victims of tragedy. Is
3: there a, is there a bird that warns when something bad happens to a canary? Yes. A crow.
2: Yes, a crow, a crow is a harbinger of death for, for canaries. canaries. Yes,
3: and if, Now, no, yes, I a know what raven is co- yes, a harbinger
2: of death for, for a crow. crow. <laughs> and weirdly, a peacock is the harbinger of death for a raven. And peacocks do not die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're That's immortal. Right. The phoenix is That's based right. on yes. the myth of the real immortal bird, the, the, peacock. Peacock. the peacock.
3: Well, it's so funny that you should say all this because... That does sort of answer the question of where I met the fabulous couple, the Ethertons.
2: In a mine?
3: No, actually, well, here's the thing. <laughs> on, a,
2: on a telephone wire with a crow?
3: What? On a telephone
2: wire with a crow?
3: No, not that either. In to a
2: peacock bro. sanctuary?
3: You're getting closer.
2: <sighs> um, in a mine?
3: Did you that one already? I
2: don't use active listening on myself.
3: (laughs) Here's where I met them. Here's where I met them. Okay, we were all at the Costco, and...
2: (laughs) First of all, (laughs) you.
3: Um, uh, please don't do that, Doris. Please don't do that, I can't
2: stand for a bulk store.
3: Doris, here's the thing certain things you want in bulk and certain things you do not. But you can't have no option for bulk, then where would we be? Well, but I hold the very notion of bulk implies
2: that I somehow will need more of one thing, as if I want... Doris,
3: you're so small-minded. There aren't just bulk foods there. It's where I buy my toilet paper. (laughs) Toilet paper never expires. Shireen, that's so true.
1: Except that you know it does.
0: What?
2: Toilet paper expire.
0: <gasps> yes, Wait.
1: I have some vegan toilet paper and it expires every week.
3: Well, what does it mean to expire as toilet paper? My, I never heard of such a thing. My God,
2: have you been using expired toilet paper oh. on your rump? and front because
3: (laughs) and that is how we women talk (laughs) Ah, my how are you how are you keeping your front these bathing suit seasons (laughs) for I find that I like to prune only exactly where I must (laughs) I like to keep a
1: tidy front.
3: Yeah, well, sure. It is the porch of your bottom (laughs) half.
2: Anyway, where did you meet this 90-year-old couple? We'll talk about the fact that you've been using expired paper later.
3: Well, we were at the Costco, and we were both seeking a sample for a cheese spread on a cracker that also had some quince paste. When I said, my, what a lovely spread. And the wife of the other tin couple said that at the exact same time, and we had a good laugh. And do you know what our laugh sounded like? like what? A the call of the immortal Picard. Oh. oh.
1: <laughs> One of my favorite sounds. Hmm. Uh-huh.
4: Oh!
1: Oh!
2: is there a more elegant and noble bird? Everything about it screams of
3: elegance. Doris, would you like more limoncello? Yes,
2: please. (laughs) A little vodka and a lemony drink Makes me think the thing that I always think You're never talking but a more lustrous bird than when you're talking peacocks every bit about them is feathery opulence incredible biz and every time I see one I'm just thinking gee whiz you're talking peacocks
3: I like how the back I see them, they call, and I answer the call because, boy, what a ball to see I talk about a peacock. You're talking peacocks. You're talking the walk
2: and i talking a peacock.
3: I want to stop and a cock at a, a peacock.
4: peacock.
1: I'll never stop talking peacocks. Well, I love peacocks. They're always having a ball and Oh, those birds, why they have quite a gall And I love how their tail always looks like a wall We're talking peacocks
4: Peacocks.
2: And that is quite true I'm glad you said it now, not later The back of all those birds looks like an opulent wallpaper The kind of thing I'd I'd see in a house of a prince And I've been talking peacocks ever since But honestly, you know what?
4: What? It's not
2: even of all of the birds that foretell warnings. It's not even the only one that's very, very good.
3: What do you mean?
2: Well, let me tell you something that you just might not know. A feathery corvid is also called a crow. And sometimes it's a raven. I forget which is a corvid and it doesn't really matter.
4: I'm saying
2: raven.
3: St. And if I could just take your thought A little bit further Whenever they flock together It's called a murder
1: I do know that a canary is afraid of a crow, because a crow means death, so they say, oh no, every time that canary, well, when it sees a crow. And I don't mean to reiterate,
2: but I'd be misbehaving if I did not point out the crow's afraid of the
3: raven. And the raven, if he is misbehaving, he'll stop when he sees a peacock. We're We're talking talking peacock. peacock! Nice. Oh, a peacock to a raven to a crow, a canary. But for the coal miner, it's the canary who's scary. Quite, quite. Yeah, right? Why did they ask me to leave? I'm fabulous. I
2: don't know. Would you like more lemoncello? We have two options. Okay. We could go back to their, that house and demand answers.
3: Yes. Would you please come with me, my two dear friends, and say, here's our friend Shireen. We like her very much. How dare you kick her out after seven hours in your domicile?
2: Hmm. Me, I'm- Doris. You, I'm Roberta. I'm curious about the other option.
3: Oh, what's the other option? We
2: could stay here and drink more lemoncello.
3: Oh, to be frivolous old women. <laughs> Not as old as they, not as old as them, and we are a ripe 67 years
4: old.
1: (laughs) Well, I say let's go back to the party and give them a piece of our mind.
2: Wait, is the party still going? If it is,
3: I've been played a terrible trick.
2: Sure, let's head back there now. Everyone into my Honda Accord.
3: Such a sensible car. I like it very much you have a sensible ride, and I've been using expired toilet paper on my behind and my porch.
2: <laughs> I guess we're all more interesting than you might first think.
4: Huh.
1: I've got a bird in my pocket.
4: <laughs>
1: Something we'd rather glossed over. How is that bird? I was meaning to ask. Oh, it passed away when we were talking about oh, crows. Oh, oh, just now. Wait. Yes, it we... had a heart attack.
3: If that bird died, where is the crow? I
2: guess it could also mean that there's a terrible gas leak in this house. Or, it could mean that you kept a bird in your pocket and it died from being inside a pocket.
3: Wait, but perhaps there Do they die from the gas leak or do they go tweet-a-tweet-tweet here comes gas? No.
2: No, they die from the gas leak. Oh! Yes, they they pass it Well, that's
3: very sad. Why do we let them do that? Sorry,
2: sorry to be a bummer, (sighs) but the canary in the coal mine is not a fun gas alarm. It's what we've decided was an expendable creature that could save the lives well, well of humans. Well, that's terrible! Well, is it more terrible than eating chicken, Shereen? Because the chicken dies and none of us are even saved from
3: gas. <laughs> oh, Doris, the, you make an excellent point. And you also had me thinking, are we three so-and-sos just going to muse for an hour? Well,
2: I was going to say, we should be going to that party, but not before we throw a funeral for this bird. I'll be d- <laughs> I'll be damned if I leave a bird unburied, its soul unascended to the great beyond. And you must give last rites to a bird.
3: And as everyone knows, when you give last rites to a bird, you do it... Viking style.
2: Yes. They put, yes. put it in a tiny
1: boat, yes. put that boat into a birdbath and shoot a tiny fiery arrow into it. That's well, right. I do have a tiny boat on me.
3: <laughs> well, of course you do, Well, of course you do, yes. Roberta. You are a prepared bird owner.
1: Well, I, I got some very fancy keys, and they came in this tiny boat. Ooh,
3: ooh, Roberta, where did you get them?
1: I got them from Ace Hardware.
2: <laughs> oh. Did you make copies while you were there? Because one time, I made a copy at Ace Hardware. Put it in my lockbox. Left someone else was taking care of my cat. They were going to show up, open the lockbox, and feed the cat. Do you know what?
3: That what? key did not that work. That key
2: did not work. Turns out those machines need to be serviced regularly and like half the time they don't work. Always check the keys you make at a Home Depot or an Ace Hardware. Because half of the time they do not work and then you'll be on you'll be in Boca Raton with your with a certain so and so I won't name my name 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 We need Carrie Grant's grandson.
3: You, you finally landed Reginald
2: Grant? Reginald Grant. I sure did. And we had a lovely time in Boca Raton. Tell us, tell <laughs> my, us. My back and my porn. <laughs> well, hold on, I'd love to tell you about it, but again, not before, mm, I guess the bird funeral can wait.
3: Oh, Please.
2: I was sketching it on with the young, young, young Mr. Grant.
3: How young is Mr. Grant? Well,
2: in Boca Raton, while sketching it on, his exact age never exactly came up. He was big and so strong in Boca Raton. He had muscles for days. I did not ask his age. I assumed 21. Oh my, what? As he lay in the sun. I thought, oh, this is fun for just one day, but you are young and we have nothing to talk about. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yes. Like, I guess, in Bulgaratone, in, in the heat of the sun, it made me think oh, 21, you're just so very, very young. You'll have nothing to say. Oh, but your hair is so great. And it's not even all 21 year olds, just specifically this one. Does that make sense? what are you looking up on your phone
3: how old is reginald grant i forgive me but i shan't be the one to burst your bubble about your little devious trouble he's seventy four no. He's 74. Sure and he's actually enough. the twin of Cary Grant. I mean, the son of Cary Grant. No,
2: no. You see, he's so very young. I don't
3: think so, love.
2: I am so sure.
3: I'm not so sure.
2: He had the lustrous gray hair of a very young man. And his skin was so tan. And I. Had to run and rally his very nice skin with lots of creases and folds like a valley. You know, and he knew lots of things, hip things like
0: 21. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
2: One year olds know like all of the best jazz music and places to buy loose-fitting clothes. He was so great. We had dinner three hours before age. Like every young person in the world. Okay, sure. And
3: poker. Getting
2: it on and we played a very young person's game I think you might like. It's called Fortnite And the way you play Fortnite is you take a nap for days and days and days In Boca
3: Now, who has like a dirge to sing about this bird? Oh
1: yes, we must not forget. We have to give a funeral for this yes, bird. Yes, a traditional Viking funeral for this canary.
3: Well, I shouldn't ask. But first, asked. have you guys ever had to put up? A... <laughs> have we what? Have you guys ever had to put up a retaining wall?
2: Don't get me started. But do,
3: I must. Do you mean
2: for a flood?
3: Oh, I mean, just I wanted to do a little bit of a of a, a tiered garden in our backyard.
2: Weren't you trying to go towards zeroscaping?
3: I was trying to move towards zeroscaping, Very popular form of gardening in a drought area. Right.
2: Maybe the kind of thing you would know about in California and less about where in they're Chicago like, please, where there's moisture.
3: <laughs> sure. Where they're like, please scape, We'll give you money. We'll give We're you begging money. you, stop having front lawns. You know
2: where they have front lawns? You know where my front, front lawn, lawn had a good the time? T- mm. Boca Raton front lawn. Okay. I'm bad. I'm sorry. I've had too much lemon shell. No, you're very
3: bad. You're very bad. I was trying to get into a fair amount of zero scaping and put out a bunch of succulents in a tiered garden with maybe some even water-resistant herbs that I could use in my cooking. You know I love Ina Garden, but I... (laughs) Actually, can we talk about Ina Garden for a second? We
2: can, but I won't be distracted one second more for the thing that started this whole conversation at the very beginning when you said you were upset that we hadn't had a funeral for this bird. No. That's what we started talking about.
3: No, we started talking about the party I went to and why did they kick me out? Oh, that's right.
2: I totally forgotten about the party. But
3: here's the thing. Ina and Jeffrey... (laughs) I just love their love, and at first I thought, this is not for me, it's so performative. Why do they make sure I know that Jeffrey gets to have the cookies later? But then I thought, shut up, Shireen. It's glorious they live in the Hamptons. She's wearing a very stiff denim shirt.
1: My apologies. What are we talking about?
3: Roberta, I'm so glad you asked. You know fame... Food Network star, Ina Garten, who has the show Barefoot Contessa. She lives in the Hamptons with her husband, Jeffrey, and they're a fab... If you need someone to be asked... If you're a couple, and you're like, you know what, I
1: am not a couple.
3: I know. (laughs) And I'm sorry. I'm also
2: not a couple. I'm one woman.
3: I'm also one woman. And I can't be
2: carried down to the young, young grandson of Cary Grant just because his muscles are taut and he naps all day.
3: (laughs) Well... Maybe people don't know enough about Ina Garden for me to talk about her more.
2: I, I mean, it. you certainly can. We may not be able to offer you the support one might like.
3: Oh, that's all right. All we did in that last thing was say Boca Raton.
2: Fair. How about this? You talk about Ina Garden, We'll learn about it, and we'll ask questions, and then we'll, we'll know more by the end.
3: Great. So here's what I know. She lives in the Hamptons, and she's always teaching you how to have fun parties, but part of her party planning will be like, And then you go to your good friend, the artisanal baker. You all have one of those. (laughs) And you buy a fabulous, specific olive loaf. You can only get this olive loaf in the Hamptons with the baker, who is my very good friend. But you can all do this. I mine a garden. And then she'll go back to her fabulous home and through her extensive garden she'll walk and she'll roam and she'll cut her own fresh tarragon she'll say you can surely do this you have tarragon I'm Ina Garden.
2: oh I just remembered I do know something about Ina Garden. oh sure yes she's on the TV set and you love her a lot her and her identical twin brother and they show people a house that they cannot afford but then they show you another and they say we can get you into this house if you remodel it and you flip it and one of them, their name is silver's or last name I know Garden Silver Property Brothers
3: On HGTV and I'm speaking of Food Network when I am speaking of me watching Ina Garten and her husband Jeffrey. They played tennis when they were younger and every year on their anniversary she makes him the same brownies wet. She used to woo him back when they were young. She sent him brownies. She's Ina Garden. She's Ina Garten. Property
1: Brothers. Alright, I think. I know something about Barefoot Contessa She's on TV and she goes on adventures with a little dog. And the dog has a little black spot on its eye. Yes. And there's a whole group of kids and they explore and solve murders yes. and mysteries. And sometimes they put their eyes on tailpipes. They get a little blackering around their eye and one of them has a little okay. hair that sticks up and another one has freckles and she is a lady. and It's in black and white and it's very old. No way that is not little,
3: little rascal the Ina, Ina Garden. Garden Ina Garden she'll host parties at her house for luminaries and artists and she shows you how do simple things, but also to do things that are the hardest. Like, you know that store you have in your neighborhood that only sells jams? Of course. Go and get that gem jam, just like I can, cause yeah. I'm, I'm the garden. at the last bit of the episode to kind of sneak a bite. And you think, wow, that seems so nice. And she says, Jeffrey, the ice cream's for later. But you can tell she loves it.
2: Because he values her so
3: much. That's Ina Gardin. If only I could be more like her. I'm sorry. And I did like hearing about the little rascals, even though for a very long time I was like, wishbone? (laughs) Wait. And then I was like, certainly not, scooby-doo? And then I was like, thank you, little rascals. The thing on the
2: head made sense to me. That really
3: sent it home for me. Is that
2: the one where Exhibit shows up and he makes your car better?
3: (laughs) Pimp my ride?
1: Yes. Oh, that's what that is. She's... Barefoot, right?
3: No, that's what's very funny. Well, actually, you never see her feet.
1: (laughs) So she could
3: be be barefoot. She could be barefoot. She does so many... She does adorable things, and she's a great follow on Instagram. You know,
2: being barefoot is a very fun kind of get-back-to-our-roots-as-human-things. I just remembered we need to give a Viking funeral to this bird.
3: Oh, Oh. but wait, now you've reminded me of something else. Yes? I'm not going to say it. What are you thinking? (laughs)
1: Well, I was thinking of the only person I know who doesn't wear shoes, and that's John McClane.
2: Wait, is that the very, very brave American man who saved us all from that very real
1: German in that bank building?
2: Yes, we thought they were terrorists, but it
1: turns out it was just a robbery.
2: Well, you know what? I'm so happy for him. Now that he's done that, I'm sure he
1: will never have to do any brave adventures ever again. One can only be in the wrong place at the wrong time once. Right.
3: I do love, I do love thinking about how hard he worked for us.
1: He right? Worked to, he worked hard.
3: Yes, for his money.
2: <laughs> I'm so happy he didn't die. Yes. No, he worked but too hard to die. But this did.
3: Oh, we must give this bird a funeral. But first... Yes. Roberta.
1: Yes. You why wanted-
3: were you thinking of him?
1: Because of the bare feet. Because
3: of the bare feet. And what do you think about him?
1: I think he's a true American hero. Mm. A man willing to risk it all for a group of 80s business people (laughs) that he didn't know at all. For Mr. Takagi. For Harley. For Ellis, who got shot drinking a Coke. John McClane blew up half a building, yo. That man, he is no joke. He stole all that C4 from that guy in that sweatsuit who wears a gray sweatsuit to take over a building. But he got it and then he blew shit up. Yeah, he did it. Cause he was willing, he died hard. He died hard. Though he, hardly died. he hardly died. He just kinda got caught up and sweat a lot. And afterwards he was fine. He didn't die hard. with all sorts of dread. And Carl was mad when he found out his brother was dead. And so he did all he could to take down those terrorists. And he sent that party in the elevator and rode on the sweatshirt, ha, ho ho. He has a machine gun so he can do everything to blow, blow, blow those terrorists
4: away.
3: an 80s business person I can still see them if I try he didn't die hard
4: The whole
1: time he was under a barrage And Argao was chilling down in the garage He could not get out So he just jammed on the radio And then he heard the terrorists talking And he laughed, ho, oh, oh. ho And then that cop showed up with his twinkies And he got shot at And he fell down on his knees Crying for backup now And then the reporter came And then Harley hit the reporter right in his face He, didn't he, didn't he die, die hard. Oh
2: Bird. This bird died. And the vibe of that party when you left, I assume. Oh, Ooh.
3: thank you for assuming I can carry a vibe. Do you know what that made me think
1: of? A yes. vibraphone.
3: What? A vibraphone. A vibraphone. The
2: most fun instrument I've ever played, I'll tell you. It's got its own vibe.
3: Wait, what is it?
2: Okay, picture a bucket.
3: Wait. Okay. Oh, yes, yes, I've got it now. Okay,
2: got... that's all you need? I mean, it's not a bucket. If you're picturing look. a bucket, you're wrong.
3: No, I'm not picturing a bucket. Yes, I'm picturing the feeling I get when I look at a vase and then I remember, oh, I know what a vibrofoam is. There
2: you go. <laughs> yes. memory's a funny thing, isn't it? It
3: is. It is. It's like a flittering of a bird. Oh, uh, no. the, bird. oh the bird.
2: We need to give a funeral. Oh, I'll start. It wasn't my bird, but I'll talk first.
3: Yes, that seems appropriate.
1: That's the way Viking funerals went. You build the up, person to the, who you build you knew build the up. To the yes, well you don't started.
2: want if you spoke first, then you would say lovely tart. does this bird have a name, by the way? Devin. Devin.
3: Active, listening. Ah.
2: <laughs> the acoustics
1: in this room no, are sometimes cavalier. Well and
3: here's the thing. We chose to sit in a line on our porch, you know? <laughs> We didn't gather around a table. I have a line on my porch. Okay.
2: <laughs> I, I also do, but I'm talking about cocaine and my actual oh. porch.
3: Wait, really?
2: Yes. The young Mr. Grant is quite addicted to drugs.
3: Wait, Well, that's terrible.
2: I agree. I didn't say I liked that I had a line on my porch. He just lays it out, comes out in the morning, does cocaine. I come out and shout at him, You don't live here, you young hooligan.
1: Get off of my porch. That's the riskiest place to keep a line, as it's liable to blow away. He's just so young and full of careless energy. Oh. I'm sorry, I've distracted the conversation from the line on your porch. It's just a for landing strip. I'm concerned that you're dating a skeleton.
3: Yes. We're both concerned you're dating an old skeleton. He's not. You, you did
2: say that his muscles
1: were hard as bone.
2: He doesn't do... Listen, just because he hasn't spoken or moved in the last 15 years... Does not mean he's a skeleton. That's oh, rude of you to assume that I'm just sorry. because someone is, looks like something from the ride of the Pirates of the Caribbean, that they're a skeleton.
3: Okay, which part of the ride? The
2: part with the young, hot man. The new version of the old version of the ride. The... Well, it's been so long since I've been there. Oh, the only one that I know.
3: Well, they, they recently remodeled it, so now they're Did they are... add
2: a problematic figure into it?
3: Well, it's Jack be... Sparrow himself problematic. <laughs>
2: I suppose not, as long as any pirate but is But the visage
3: not. of one Johnny Depp is visage ah. Vaz the bird. Ah.
2: Yes, I will say some words for Devin. Yes, please. Devin, I didn't know you well. I didn't But know- I
3: do also need to tell you, I'm so sorry, <laughs> that before they remodeled it to include the character of Jack Sparrow, there also was another remodel they did because they used to have men chasing women. To do pirate things. Yes. And now...
2: I believe they put...
3: Um, they now have the men chasing the women because they're holding pies. Would you... Or...
2: Would you like to know...
3: Or, so, or there is another one where they have switched the order where the wo- a woman is chasing a man with a, with a, a rolling pan. pin.
2: A rolling pin, that's right.
3: A rolling pin or a frying pan? Truly,
2: who could know? To make him
3: uh, uh, I, I have... Tomato, to, tomato. To make, I've never
2: cooked. Oh, toma- <laughs> tomato, cooking, buckets, vase, the bed! The bird. bird. But sorry, I must stop for one second because did you know one truly ghastly thing about the Pirates of the Caribbean? ride? Tell me,
4: please. Now, you might
2: know this if you're a California local, but it's rather close to the the University of California, Irvine, also known as UC Irvine Go Anteaters. Now, they, in the original construction of the ride, had a bunch of skeletons in there and a lot of bones which were taken from the UC Irvine Medical School without the consent of the people whose bones they were. There were actual bones in the Pirates of the Caribbean ride years.
3: And you know, Doris, I love that you've said this, but I'd like to tell a bone anecdote that's more appropriate for the place that we're in. Would you please? Is Del Close's skull used in Hamlet at the Goodman? We'll never know. I should certainly hope but, not, If you're gonna talk uh, about bones, you better be specific to where you are.
1: I have a very specific bone ride anecdote as well.
3: Tell us, Roberta.
1: There is a horde themed house on Coney Island. Did you say horror or horror? Horror. horror. Oh. I have trouble with multiple R's I've in been a row. to a horror themed house on it? Coney Island. I can't go to Mexico. <laughs> now, in this ride, ages ago, there was an actual skeleton. That skeleton, this is for real, belonged to an old mummified outlaw from the Wild West.
3: Billy the Kid?
1: No, uh, someone you don't know. just oh. Jack?
3: Jack <laughs> Holiday?
2: I mean, let's be real. You're making an assumption, but the truth of the matter is, we know every single cowboy, every single one. Where have all the cowboys gone? They're in my brain, son.
3: If he's ridden on a horse, or had a six-shooter at his belt, you better know that's a cowboy that we know, and a cowboy that we have felt. We've known every cowboy, sexually. sexually. We've We've known known every every cowboy. cowboy. our porches and see we've known every cowboy and we mean sexually when
2: we say giddy up little doggies we're talking about sheep and then we round up the sheep and go back to my house and have sex before we sleep (laughs) And when we say there's
3: only room for one of us in this town we mean because we'd rather be in a bed Instead of a town so we can fool around And when we say Ten paces and then we
2: draw We mean walk ten paces, turn around Shoot a man to death and then sleep with the cowboy We've <laughs> known
3: every cowboy.
4: cowboy Sexually We know everyone
1: Well, I'd like to put your knowledge to the test okay. Do you know why it burped from all Goes West? And I know you might think that I am cheating Because he's an animated dog We've known that animated dog Sexually We've known that
3: animated
1: dog
2: just went by. How
3: apropos. Wait. Where have all the cowboys gone? Wait. A different cowboy song. Dixie Chicks, Chicks first. Oh.
2: We need to do the first thing we set out to do. Cowboy,
3: take me away. I got there.
2: Cowboy, take you away? You were taken away from that party you were supposed to go to.
3: Why wasn't I at that party forever? (laughs)
2: They say nonagenarians throw the best shindigs.
3: It's true. I loved every moment of it. It was the type of party where sometimes I stopped to take a mental photograph and I thought, save these in your mind, Shireen, for this is a night for the ages. And then the next thing I knew, a man was putting his foot in my face saying, don't I smell? Get out of here.
1: Normally you have to pay extra for that. That seems exceptionally rude. Was this during the first dinner, the second dinner, the dance party, the game night, or the other thing?
3: Pretty good active listening.
1: During the other thing, I got distracted because that's when the bird was dying.
3: The bird. Oh, Devin, the bird.
2: We need to make an order to do the things we need to do. Yes, one, a checklist. One and the most important. You need to finish that anecdote about what cowboy you were talking yes. about. Yes.
3: <laughs> yes, please tell us, right, cowboy?
2: Sorry, two. Two. The second, least important. We're going in descending or yes. just in the order that they came up. Wait, we the second, to, what? Hmm?
4: Hmm? Stop. I don't want to put a level of importance.
2: About, one. S-
3: singular sensation.
2: Every little step she takes. Listen, we need to. One, cowboy anecdote. Yes. Two.
3: Second, start at the right and straight on till morning.
2: Shireen, I am starting to get an inkling as to maybe why you were asked to leave this party. You are a fantastic conversationalist. Everything you say is so interesting, but I wonder if they maybe set out to say one thing and got distracted because of how interesting you are. I'm trying to frame this in the most positive way.
3: And you've done a wonderful job, and yet the criticism still stings. For I know what you truly mean. I make things about things that they are not.
2: Well, no. I yes. think you just fall... No. Yes. No. Yes. We've... Shireen, yes. every single one of us is guilty of tangents, except for perhaps Roberta has done it not as much as perhaps the other two of us yes. have. I'm
1: terrible at tangents. I failed algebra.
3: <laughs> Very good, Roberta. Now all I want to talk my... about is trigonometry.
1: Don't get me started
2: on trigonometry. I oh.
3: won't. The bird... <laughs> Now, I finally do feel that you have solved the ultimate problem of why I was asked to leave. For people need to sleep, especially when they're 90 years old, and I shouldn't begrudge them Or 21. Them oh. 21-year-olds
2: sleep an awful lot, and their bones sort of splay about the bed.
4: Oh, <laughs> Doris. Sometimes their
2: heads at one end, and their necks at the other, and their ribcage all a-hither-splither
1: in between.
3: No, you have told me why I was asked to leave that party. There's only two things that remain. Who's that cowboy?
1: Oh well, that cowboy. I honestly do not recall oh, the name. Oh good,
3: <laughs> mission accomplished. Now the Wait, there's more to the story. There's oh. more.
1: You thought that was all.
3: I
0: did.
1: But when that skeleton dropped ages ago in the early '70s, a young boy saw that. Was terrified. And then later, when he was working for a toy company, he used it as the inspiration for Skeletor. That is a true story. Skeletor.
2: Skeletor. As in He-Man, Masters of the Universe, Yes, Skeletor? think of him as the Hans Gruber of He-Man. Do you, do you know Skeletor?
3: I mean, wait, I'm picturing what I feel like when I look at a vase. Yes, I know Skeletor.
2: Okay, good, <laughs> go keep... We've done, we did one thing. We did the thing. And I know
3: why I was asked to leave that party So it really is just about saying goodbye to this bird And
2: getting you back to that party for an apology I don't care what the reason was It's rude to ask someone to leave your house When they've been there for seven hours (laughs) That's common law, you live there now
4: Hmm,
2: is it? Yes, and we should march up to that place Just as soon as we throw a funeral for this bird So let's do it quick and dirty. Sorry.
1: No, I honestly barely knew this bird. Devin, you were a bird or whatever. I assume
2: you could fly. It seems like, as far as birds go, you were pretty okay of a guy. By guy, I mean bird. Because you are a bird. Goodbye, Devin. Shireen, your turn.
3: Oh, Devin the bird, you seem like a nice fellow, and something I noticed is that you are yellow. Yellow is the color of your feathers, and we were so briefly together, but hey, so whatever. Devin, you are now dead, like a man who never died, but you tried, and we sat here. Goodbye,
1: Devin. Goodbye, Devin. When I went into that canary store I was looking for birds But seeking so much more And then I saw that bird And that bird saw me It was the only bird that was totally free And so I said, Devin, get in my pocket He flew at me like a rocket And yes, I'm sorry if this story is boring But this all happened just this morning Goodbye,
4: Devin, Devin. Goodbye,
3: De- to know a bird.
2: And also, even if you could know a bird, I didn't realize you got it so recently.
3: Also, when you at that time said free, I was like flying around or cost nothing.
1: Both because I stole that bird.
4: Okay.
1: Either way, cause I, I stole, stole Devin. Devin. You stole
2: Devin. Shoot this tiny animal.
4: King Heaven, goodbye, Goodbye,
3: Devon. Oh, do you see what I see? Valhalla? (laughs) Yes, wait! A crow flew away when we set him on fire. Then the crow fell and fell into the pyre, followed by a Raven. raven. That fire got big, it was so much grave. And then a peacock walking towards us. If I saw a holla and you saw a holla, there's one thing we can trust. We've been dead this whole time. Oh my gosh.
2: (laughs) Just like Bruce Willis. Musical.
3: That, that was actually an early draft of Waiting for Godot, the musical. <laughs> we changed it to Porch Song Trilogy. Uh, but as you know, you just did see a fully realized production. You saw that porch set. <laughs> and we'd like to invite out the entire cast and crew, all of the writers, the choreographers who did Here nothing. They come. Yes, give
2: a round of applause. All the actors and directors. And this show... No. Of course, people on that porch, that's so time. But uh, if you saw the incredible job they did moving in all of those Western sets and those diehard sets and all those things. Um, so right now we're going to do uh, what's called a talkback, which means if anyone has questions for anyone in the production, they can just come up. Yes, just line up right here by this microphone. We have time for a couple of them. You can ask a question to any of the actors, the directors, the writers. Um, and uh, yes, we'd love to hear from a few of you. So if you're, if you're feeling brave and want to ask questions, please come up. Thank you so much. We have time for about this many. Yes. Yes, thank you. Uh, who's your question for?
0: Uh, hi there. Um, yes. Oh, where's my question?
1: Um, hang on. Uh, so many hang notepads. On. Uh, h- hang on.
0: Uh, oh yes. On. Okay. Oh oh okay. You seem here, incredibly
2: familiar. Do you have any relatives?
0: Uh, I I have a couple here and there. Hang on. Hang. On. Oh, here it
1: is. Okay. My <laughs> question's for the choreographer. The Die Hard ballet was gorgeous. I would love to hear your thought process behind that.
3: Okay, thank you, hang on. Um, uh, Thank you, but hang on. Um, Okay, so actually, this is a really funny story, hang on. Um, So actually, can you hang on one second? Um, So I was hired for this show, and I was so excited to make my choreography debut. And then there was no choreography necessary. And um, you might say, hey, it's your dad. He's the producer. He was trying to give you money in a more creative way. And I was like, but wait, I am a choreographer. This is my real job. And so I said, daddy, what if there was a dream ballet as every good old timey musical has, I don't know. and so I said, "Daddy, please, if you shan't let me have a dream ballet during the Die Hard sequence, then I shan't be coming home for Thanksgiving." And he said, "Okay," and then, and then I cried. And <laughs> hang on, and now hang on, and Daddy, wait, hang on, I was Daddy. Calling, I was calling
2: he, her bluff. I, I did it bad. I didn't mean to make her cry. Never but it like was really her, good, hon, huh, Dad. I never like seeing her cry. Dad, did you
3: love it? Yeah, I was. Dad, about- isn't your favorite part? Dad, tell me. Are you coming to Thanksgiving? It's over. What? It's over.
2: You started lording next year's Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah.
3: I'm a devious little one.
2: Yes, I love that it was my favorite part.
3: Yeah. Thank you. Good question. Thank you so much.
2: That's a question for the producer. I was wondering did you guys have any
3: legal problems clearing all the uh, information like Die Hard and. uh, (laughs) And. he man,
0: Bruce. You want to answer this? The show.
1: Oh, I'd love to. I'd love to. Um, uh, well, uh, fun fact is uh, uh, we did our research and we made sure that uh, everything uh, went into um, uh, the, the uh, what do you, what do you call when that? Um, there's no more copyright on it. Oh, like, uh, uh,
2: we checked to make sure Die Hard was public
1: domain. Public no. domain. That's <laughs> the word I'm looking for. <laughs> I am sorry. Uh, I'm doing. Uh, I got the opposite of a Word a Day calendar uh, recently. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
2: wait
3: what is that
2: it's like one of those uh, oh it's one of those new calendars where it's like it's got drugs in it and you just don't you don't remember
1: things so good after you do it it steals a word every day much like uh, the never ending story too. also public domain
0: hi I have a question for the props master in the vases song when the vases were all flying across the screen on uh, across the stage on the different ropes and everything. What was the vase budget? Did any of them break?
2: Yeah, so many of them broke. <laughs> Which was nice because there's only something that I like more than a vase that is whole and that is a vase that is fractured and in many, many pieces all around the ground. But there was no need for that in the show. So I kept all the little tiny pieces and I assembled them into a sort of bigger, wider, fatter vase that you would know as a bucket to collect the rain. And the it's writer like- saw this and he said, what is a vase but a weird bucket? <laughs> And he put it into the thing. Um, So the vases were very breakable, very dangerous, and some of them, because we wanted to make sure that we were doing this in a very fancy way, had more expensive things hidden inside them. So half of the vases that broke had Faberge eggs inside of them. (laughs) Half of them have live birds, which I'm sure you saw kind of fly out in a way. Some of them are endangered, they're all fine, don't worry. But they're free now, we don't know where they are. Uh, but to answer your other question, we are massively over budget every night. Yeah, I, I see uh, two loose ends that I'd, I'd like to see cleaned up. Uh, the first is in going through the credits. Oh, good. Okay, so more of a note, sure. Is <laughs> that a, a, a question? Would we'll love it. Yeah,
4: uh, a, I, it, it will be a question. Oh, I, I'm you. sorry, guys.
1: Uh, I, I invited my uh, brother here to give me some notes uh, <laughs> yeah. on my performance uh, during it, and uh, I told him to just go crazy. Yeah, so,
2: love it. Thank you. Uh, in going through the credits, I found no mention of a canary wrangler. Did you mm. have a canary wrangler?
1: Uh, it actually uh, was not a canary. It, uh, it was a dachshund that we painted yellow.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and the second, the, the, with, with the matter of this uh, Ace Hardware key that would not unlock the front door. Yes. Did the cat survive? Oh, yeah, because I paid a locksmith hundreds of dollars to immediately open the door and feed my cat. <laughs> I'm relieved. Thank you, me too.
3: <laughs> and, you know, the important thing to remember if you're, like, thinking of, like, wait a second, why did they introduce that aspect and never resolve it is they are dead the whole time, so...
2: <laughs> it's as important to remember since they are dead the whole time. And you're like, does that make sense? The answer is, well, yes, of course it does because they're dead the whole time.
4: <laughs>
3: they're dead the whole time.
2: Uh, With all the protesters
1: outside, what say you to the critics who claim that the production is in the pocket of Big Peacock? <laughs> I think that peacocks are wonderful. I, I...
4: We don't have a bad thing
1: to say about peacocks.
4: And it's
3: not because we're getting a lot of money, okay? It's because independently we've come to our own conclusion that they are very good and beautiful and should be our overlords.
2: They're not... They're not scary. Um, If you see one and it tells you to do something, you should probably just do it.
3: Yeah, and don't, like, enter into a blood pact that you think is a joke.
2: (laughs) (laughs) They do. They do sort of know
3: best. Yeah, that's what. Here's the thing: is like you know, sometimes it's better to just like listen and say, "Oh, yep, that's what your life is now, and it's great, and you are happy about it." Mm-hmm. But um, and we would
2: never say otherwise.
3: No. No, not just because we physically can't, because our tongues have been mutilated. Um,
2: so there is a peacock merch table in the back. Yeah, Go buy that yes. peacock merch.
3: Yes, please. Um,
1: and every, uh, every dollar you spend goes to feeding our captive families.
3: Yep. That- <laughs> like, I'm out. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, uh, it does seem we have time for maybe one more, maybe no more, maybe one more, maybe two more, okay, maybe listen, one more. Okay, listen, I know
3: that peacock stuff was scary. <clears throat> and now we all feel their tiny but beautiful eyes on I us.
4: I would like to speak against big Pika
3: Okay, well, just well, maybe just, now is not the <laughs> time or place for that. Um, um, but yeah, no, please, just like tread lightly and don't give your blood to any bird. I, uh,
1: <laughs> and don't mention the real frills on the tops uh, of their heads. They're very sensitive.
3: Terrorized
2: my family house as I was growing up, and they would they would wander across the yard. I can tell from your visage that this is true. But more important than that. They would uh, impersonate our cats that were lost
1: in the woods. Have you heard of Peacock and Heat?
2: Uh, I, don't, I don't think that's true. Peacocks are great and good, and let's sing the Peacock National Anthem, everyone.
3: <laughs> oh, a peacock would never give you hope that your cat is found. A peacock is good and wise. Peacocks, peacocks,
2: give us your blood and live forever.
4: Give us your
3: blood and live forever. You cannot do a single bad thing if you are a peacock. If you are a peacock. Every single thing you bring is a good thing if you're a peacock. If you're a peacock.
2: Of my extended family. I give it to you freely, not as blackmail. We are friends. Ha 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 ha. Right now, don't talk to the peacocks Oh God, they found me oh My okay, please tell my family I love them me Get out, get out while you still have time Get out while you can Oh God, oh God, they're me Ooh. Hi, I'm back and normal and everything's fine now I don't need my blood
3: And thank you for joining us. In that, guys, we uh, we were dead the whole time. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Chicago Podcast Festival. We've had a great time. Thank you so much for being here. And um, yeah,
2: you're great, we, and we love you very much. Thank you for coming out, um, Nathan. Where can the where can the people find you? Thanks so much for doing the show. Oh, uh, thank you. Now uh, the part we... where we
3: stand and say Twitter handles. Oh.
1: Ah, uh, well, uh, I uh, you can find me. God, I'm so caught off guard by this. <laughs> um, uh, I can't improvise as myself. Um, uh, at baby wants candy on uh, at Second City every Saturday night. We do two shows. Uh, you go a it's Musical Improv oh, here in your city every week. Yeah. Go check it out. It's a mu- Music Improv show. Uh, and uh, online uh, at Nathan Jansen uh, in all social media formats.
0: Good job. Yeah, Nathan Jansen had- on
1: Twitter. Nathan Jansen on Facebook. Way to be uh, Nathan Jansen on Instagram. Although on Instagram, I am a 16-year-old soccer lover. So do not let that fool you. That's definitely me.
3: Uh, Great. We're going to hang out for a little bit uh, in that corner. If you want to come say hi, uh, please do. If not, thank you for being here. And please stay warm in what is just so cold. We, I think.
2: We're weak and from California. Thanks
3: so much for
4: having (laughs) us. Well, well, we, we told, told you we'd, you we'd be back. back. And here
2: we are. Good to our word. Good to our word. Good, good to our, good our good word. To our, oh, look, it's Paul F. Tompkins. Hi, everyone. It's me again.
3: It's you again. For the
2: Go. last time I this year. Look here
3: one more time. <laughs> well, Paul, thank you so much for being the holiday.
2: <laughs> look, it's my pleasure uh, and your burden, and your burden, and your cross to bear. Pleasures are burdens.
1: Everyone knows this, and it all adds up to a cross to bear. <laughs> Tis the season.
3: Well, we thought. Uh, listen, this one's coming out on the thirty first. Yeah, man. So we people
2: are uh, getting ready to go party. They're, they're pre gaming right now. They bought the this. very sparkly dress from Forever Twenty One. And
3: they're like taking some shots, but not too many shots. And they're, they're like they're driving
2: safely. Yeah,
3: they're probably not driving at all, or they're like, someone's a DD, or they're like maybe you're like wait a second, what if we didn't show up? Because I'm exhausted, and that's okay too. Yeah. That happens to
2: me frequently. That happens to me every single time. <laughs> Some people are paying triple surge pricing For ride shares
0: And for you we say we're sorry But also thanks for being safe And also that driver, ding dong
2: But hey, even if you don't
3: <laughs> I guess cha-ching is what I meant
2: <laughs> Ding dong, you're making money I had dollars onto my eyes Ding dong
3: Oh, ding dong, I'm taking it to the bank Um, uh, oh well Let's uh, let's send you off with some some happy wishes for the new year.
2: I mean, ding dong is gonna be one of those phrases you're gonna be saying about money. But just so you can get a, a sort of jump on the new year, there's all sorts of hot phrases that are gonna be <laughs> that are gonna be great for you.
3: Ding dong, ding dong is how we talk about getting rich in 2020. When you get to twenties and you're feeling funny, you'll say ding dong to that money.
2: You are in an elevator, and it goes straight to your floor, even though there's other people in the elevator, but it goes to your first. You say, m m more
3: And if you thought you were going to get a parking ticket, but you get back in time, and you really should have got a parking ticket, but you got away with it, so sublime, well, you know.
1: If you're on the highway and you are speeding and get pulled over by the law, you look in your rear view and see that guy approaching and you will just say, hee-haw! When you're
2: watching a commercial and you're like, I think I know that guy, and you guess their name, and then you look him up on IMDb, and you're right, you say, ooh, now that's my lasagna! When
3: you wake up and you're like, oh no, my alarm's about to go off in a minute or two, but it's actually 4.13 and then... That are dumb. (laughs) You think that 2020, a year with so much promise, and the roaring 20s are back? Oh boy. That maybe you'd say some cooler things. Well, no, cut yourself slack.
1: Stub your middle toe. Everyone knows what you say in that instance is woohoo!
2: Ho ho! And if you are taking your family out to a nice Italian dinner and they give your lasagna to someone else, that's when you say, Now that's my lasagna!
3: Yeah. up for Scott Passarello on the keys. Give it up for Choo Choo Engineer Brad on the front. Give it up for Producer Dana Wickens on the stick producing the drums as good as they come. Give it up for our friend Nathan Jansen who made this a year ago. Give it up for <laughs> Paul Tompkins, the hero of the hour. And as we say at the oh, end... hold we- on a
1: second. Give it up for Jess and Sam.
3: Oh, Paul. <laughs> Thanks, Paul. And as I mean, we-
1: if people are giving it up as
3: they're listening to this... They better give it up. And give it up for... 2019, it's done. Now as we say at the end of every year. Now, when a new morning's
4: yeah. Oh,
2: now that's my, my lasagna. lasagna. Oh.